visible, the only wise God, is to you that we've gathered today. Let your name be lifted high, lifted above every situation, lifted above every circumstance. We ask that you charge your word with power today and let it minister grace to every hearer. Let no one be the same again. Jesus, this is all about you. Holy Spirit, heal, set free, and deliver. Magnify the name of Jesus in the life of your people and in the midst of every household. We thank you, everlasting Father. Take all the glory. Wherever anyone is joining this service from today, we ask that you touch each life where they are right now. Let your name and your name alone be glorified. We bless you, our Father, and we give you all the praise and all the glory. And all the people say amen. Uh, come and put your hands together wherever you are right now. Celebrate the name of Jesus. It's so good uh, to be with you this wonderful, wonderful Sunday. I believe that God is doing great things in your life and in the midst of your family. And I, I believe that God who began a good work, he will perfect it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, 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 if you're on any of our social media platform, as we start out right now, I just wanted to go to the, to the chat room there, the chat section there, and just, 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 just type it there. Say, it's all working together for my good. Say, it's working together for my good. It's, work, it's just a confession that I wanted to make today. Just say, it's working together for my good. If you're right there watching by TV, I want you to just say, everything is working together for my good. Everything is working together. The Bible says, for we know, for we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and accord according to his purpose. And as you go into a new week, I want you to understand that God is the orchestrator of all the circumstances and the situations in the universe and is working everything together for your good this season in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, will you join me in your Bibles as we share the word of God this morning? I've titled this uh, class of 2020, send me to my peers. Send me to my peers. It's class of 2020, send me to my peers. Whatever you're joining this service from, uh, whether you're in my city in Lagos, Nigeria, you are uh, in North America, in Europe, in Australia, in the Middle East, wherever you're joining us from today, I want to welcome you very, very specially. It's a special message that I have for you today, and I want you to follow me with your heart, put distractions away from you, and at the end of this uh, sharing of God's word, we're going to take the communion together, uh, trusting God that as we remember uh, the sacrifice of Christ on the cross of Calvary, the heavens will open over our lives afresh in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Class of 2020, send me to my peers. I'd like to start out this morning by saying that the class of 2020 is a peculiar class. All over our high schools, our tertiary institutions, we see class of 2020. It's a very peculiar class. Uh, it's a class that we're sending into the world in, in this, you know, uh, this peculiar situation. And we are all actually part of class of 2020. Whether you just graduated or not, you are part of class of 2020. We are the people that God is sending to our world this season. You know what happens when you're leaving school. Uh, they say, no, you are now going into the world and uh, you know all eyes are on you and you need to perform. So I'm part of class of 2020, just like you are part of class of 2020. So whether you work uh, you know, in finance, you work in IT, whatever befell every industry, whatever has befallen every industry is all on us. We are all class of 2020, and God wants to start out by sending us to our peers. And you remember, we started from Isaiah chapter 6, uh, when you, you, you read from verse 1 down, Isaiah, you know, uh, spoke about what happened with the encounter that he had. And we started out with this extreme makeover series by talking about, here I am, we're talking about 
you know, radical availability and all that. Uh, and now we're emphasizing the need for us to be able to take up our assignment to be able to tell God, send me. Just like Isaiah said there, uh, uh, where, where in, in, in verse 8, uh, the last phrase there, he said, here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. And I've been emphasizing the need for all of us to be focused on how God wants to send us and how God wants to use us this season. And God is going to use us in our families. He's going to use us in our office. He's going to use us. But the most important thing I want to emphasize today is that God wants to use you in the midst of your peers. So you are part of class of 2020. Uh, but what, what's your class? <laughs> what characterizes your own class? Because God wants to use you in your class. He wants to use you amongst your peers. You know, in, in, in Acts chapter 1, when we read from verse 8 there, it says there's, there's a reason for which God gives us the Holy Spirit. Many people have been praying, Lord, fill me afresh with your power. Uh, Lord, Lord, let your grace rest upon me. But you must be able to say, this is the reason why I'm asking for that. Uh, it, it says, but it, it shall come, I mean, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, Acts 1 and verse 8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me. But it started with Jerusalem, uh, which is a, a familiar territory. You, sh you shall receive power, but you shall start with Jerusalem uh, to be witnesses unto me, uh, telling the people everywhere about me, like New Living Translation puts it, you shall be witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, but you're going to start from Jerusalem, uh, through Judea, in Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. Yeah, and uh, Jerusalem, uh, uh, for the purpose of this service, I will, I will make it like amongst your peers, in your familiar territory, amongst people that you have been doing life with, God wants to use you within a familiar territory. He wants to use you amongst the people that you have been doing life with. Amongst the people that you have been doing life with. So are you living a disconnected life? Uh, does the plight of your peers move you? Yeah. Does the plight of your peers move you? Are you living a disconnected life? You know, just like when we watch TV, for instance, a lot of the time, you just, you, you, you know, you flip through channels until you get something that gets your attention. You, 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 if you love to listen to the news, you get on the news channel and you see breaking news, it gets your attention. You may move past and you see a cartoon playing or you may see, you know, uh, a documentary. You, you may see a talk show and you just flip through. And sometimes in life, it looks like we're just flipping through, like we're flipping channels, flipping through. And, and it looks like the plight of our generation, the plight of our peers, uh, what is predominantly happening around the people uh, uh, in our class does no longer move us. Sometimes we get to that point where those things no longer move us. So are you disconnected from the plight of the class of 2020? Because the class of 2020 is going through a lot right now. The class of 2020 is going through a lot right now. And it's possible for somebody to be disconnected. Uh, later on, I'm going to talk a bit more about what the class of 2020 is going through. All kinds of things are happening around us. And we cannot play the ostrich. We cannot bury our head in the sand. The class of 2020 has gone through a lot and is still going through a lot. Uh, most part of the world, we're still in the, the, the COVID era. Uh, 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 it's post-lockdown, but, but the COVID is still with us. And we're soon going to move into post-COVID. Moving into post-COVID, we'll have, you know, uh, all kinds of things to grapple with. 
It's still the class of 2020. It's a peculiar class. It's a privilege to be alive today, but uh, we, we have many interesting things that we're dealing with, and God is looking for people, like I've been emphasizing. God is looking for people, and we have emphasized the fact that you have something. Uh, and that before you look around, look within, you have something. But I need you to understand today uh, that God wants you to look amongst your peers in the class of 2020, in whatever industry you belong to, in whatever area of life you belong to. There's a class of 2020 around you that you belong to, that God wants to use you within your class of 2020. So uh, it's possible to live a life that you can live a life on a mission. You can live a life with a purpose. You can live a life to fulfill destiny. You can live a life to touch lives. And it's also possible to live a life that will be devoid of all these four things that I've mentioned. A life that is devoid of a mission, a purpose, or, or, or a sense of destiny, or to even touch anything or touch any life. It's possible to live that way, especially when you are completely oblivious of what God is doing. When you're completely oblivious of what God is doing. I, I love to, 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 to start out by talking about uh, this scripture in Acts of the Apostles chapter 13. In Acts of the Apostles chapter 13, uh, there was a mention of the life of David. The life of David. And I love the way it, 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 it was rendered. The life of David. When you talk about the life of David there, uh, the writer of the, the book of Acts chapter 13 uh, uh, um, started to describe the life of David this way. He said, for David, and he was talking about Jesus Christ, actually, as saying that Jesus died and he did not see corruption. He didn't see decay. But that David was, uh, 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 you know, in a lesser class. But rather than just looking at what he said about the fact that David died and saw corruption and saw decay, uh, there's something that I want us to, to appreciate, Acts 13 and 36. Acts chapter 13 and verse 36. It says, for David, after he had served his own generation, by the will of God, fell asleep and was buried with his fathers and saw corruption. I wanted to forget about it, the second part of the verse. The first part, is said, for David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God. After he had served his own generation by the will of God. God always has a way of wanting to send you and I to our peers. To do something in your generation. In fact, it is what you do in your generation that qualifies you to do things for the generation coming behind you or the generation ahead of you. It is within your generation that God expects you to shine your light the most. If I, if I, if I put on a candle, a flashlight right now, it will first of all affect, you know, first and foremost, affect my immediate surrounding before it starts to cast any kind of light into uh, the further part. I mean, places that are further away from me. That's how it works. So my light is supposed to shine, and it starts shining first within my generation, within my peers, uh, the, 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 the generation that God has planted me. And if you look around today, somebody may be asking me the question, so PG, what, what is it about class of 2020? And what is it about my generation? I need you to understand something. That there are different types of people in the class of 2020. You know, in 2020 class, there are different kinds of people. One, you have, for instance, unsaved people. Unsaved people. 
And I love to ask you today, what are you doing about the plight of the unsaved people around you at this time? In the different parts of the world that you may be joining this service from, many things are happening. You know, uh, people, some people may still be in isolation. Some people may, 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 may still be shutting down or locking down. But the truth is that for every soul that escapes this planet, without the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to the scriptures, that soul is going into eternal damnation. And we, those of us who already have the knowledge of Christ in our heart, God is depending on us to be able to do something about their lives and how we're going to rescue them. So in the class of 2020, we have many unsaved souls, people who don't know uh, what, 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 what Christ has done, people who don't understand uh, that without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. And that Christ died once and for all on the cross of Calvary, and he paid the ultimate price for my sin and their sins. People who don't know that sin is not necessarily a verb, sin is first and foremost uh, a noun. It's, 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 it's a nature. And it's the finished work of Christ on the cross of Calvary uh, that puts an end to the nature of sin in the life of a man, in the life of a woman. And all Jesus is asking is that you and I will be witnesses. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses. A witness only says what he has seen, what he has experienced. Have you experienced the goodness of the Lord? Have you experienced the mercy of God? Have you experienced the faithfulness of God? This is the time to go a step. You don't even need to go far because we're talking about God sending you to your peers. We're talking about God sending you to an immediate environment. We're talking about God sending you to that man next flat, next door. We're, we're talking about God sending you to die your flatmate because you are both in the class of 2020 and we are both facing the same thing. We are all facing the same things. And in the midst of all that, God is not expecting you and I to bury our head in the sand and behave as if the, everybody around us are now saved. In the midst of all the noise going around our world today from, from political, you know, to, 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 to racial, to all kinds of noise that's going on, we must not lose sight of the fact that people, people who are not in Christ, people who don't know Christ, uh, who have not received him as the Messiah, uh, the savior of the world, and who have not come into a full knowledge of the righteousness of God as in Christ Jesus, are living in eternal damnation, and they must be rescued. Say amen, somebody. I know this message may be, you know, coming uh, in a way to somebody this morning, RPG, you know, this. I need to understand something, that God... <laughs> Is looking out for you and I uh, to, to, to pay attention to what, the things that matter this time. And secondly, the second class of people in the class of 2020 are people that are called immature Christians or baby Christians, growing Christians. Yeah, Paul said when you are supposed to be teachers, you still need uh, uh, that people will teach you. And he said, when I was a child, I behaved like a child. I taught as a child. I reasoned as a child. But when I became mature, I put away childish things. There are many people who are still locked in with childish things. So they are, they are abusing this season. And they need you and I to bring them up to speed in the usage of their mind, in the connection, vital connection they need to have with the Holy Spirit. Everyone needs to be discipled. And God is counting on you and I to be able to disciple someone in the class of 2020. Your peers, someone that is very close to you there. God needs you and I to be the one to be able to disciple them. So we have people in the class of 2020 who are unsaved. We have people in the class of 2020 who are immature. 
immature, and they need you and I to be there for them, to help them to scale the audio, to begin to grow into maturity. That's why the church exists, and you and I, we are the church. The church is to get people into Christ, to mature people in Christ, and then thirdly, to help them find their purpose in Christ. So there are many purposeless people in the class of 2020 that God wants to send you and I to. Purposeless people, mindlessly chasing success. They've not discovered purpose. All they think life is all about is just success. More money, more influence, more followers on social media. <laughs> and you ask them to what end? No, it's just, it's just to, make, uh, to, to, to be popular or just to make more money. That's all they're looking for. Just mindlessly chasing success and unwilling to do anything, I mean, sorry, willing to do anything at all to achieve that illusion that feed their sense of uh, being successful. They can do anything. So we have ladies today who, who can sleep with anybody, including animals, just to, to feel successful. We, we have people today who can get on social media and take off all their clothes just to feel, uh, you know, I have many people liking my picture. This illusion, this sense of success uh, that is very transient, and such people will still get into their private life, and they feel used, they feel, they feel useless, they feel like, you know, they're not doing anything with their lives. That's why many popular people end up being depressed and yet still commit suicide. While people are celebrating them, they are thinking about how to take their lives. Because a life that is not lived on purpose cannot be fulfilling. Can I say that one more time? That's a good thing to tweet. A life that is not lived on purpose cannot be fulfilling. Fulfillment comes out of a sense of purpose. That my life is purposeful. That I'm making vital contributions to my world. That's what makes people feel fulfilled. There's a difference between having money and feeling fulfilled. They're not the same. They're not the same. There are many rich people that are completely unfulfilled. And it's my, my job and your job, when we are gain some sense of fulfillment, to help other people to come out of despondency, to come out of the, the feeling of, of, you know, of, of, of being wasted. Glory be to Jesus. And the last people in the class of 2020 that I want to speak to is people who are stuck or, or who have stagnated they, they, those, I mean, those who are stuck on worldly success instead of moving into significance. So there are people who, you know, I said the last people, they're chasing, uh, 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 they're mindlessly chasing success. There are people who have some sense of success, but no feeling of contribution. They, they're supposed to be moving from success to significance, but they are stuck in success. They can count the number of houses and, uh, you know, maybe millions or billions of naira or dollars or, you know, or whatever currency that they have in their account. They, 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 you know, they're the kind of people we, we, we see and say, you're doing well. You know, like they say in this part of the world, you're doing well, you're doing well. Yeah, you can tell them you're doing well. But the truth is that when everyone looks down on them, everyone doesn't smile on them. Because in human terms, they may be doing well, but they, 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 they're not on any mission for, 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 for the kingdom of God. They are not on any mission. They, they, they've lost sight of the fact that the one who created them, created them on a purpose uh, and for a mission. And there's the overall agenda of God that you and I are just a part of the puzzle. 
uh, of the puzzle and God wants us to play our part. And when we miss that sense of a divine connection to be able to say that God created me for a purpose, he has a plan for my life and there's something that he wants my life to, uh, to, uh, you know, to count for this season, then I get stuck in just looking at my bank balance and feeling successful. No, 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 no living on, you know, the edge of, of, of significance. Understanding that God wants to take me from success to significance. From success to significance. Because there's no point just being successful. Uh, where God, what God really has in mind for us is to move from success to significance. So are there people around you who are stuck, who are stagnated, but just... Uh, uh, the, the sense of being successful. They feel better than any other person. They have more than enough to eat and drink right now. Uh, even within all this COVID and all that, they're still throwing parties. They're still flaunting what, what God has given them. Uh, but it's, they're not contributing anything to anybody's life. They're, they're not significant in any way. God wants to send you to such people. He wants to send you to such people. Such people can be very destructive when they refuse to step into what God is calling them to, to, to that life of significance. I'm going to talk a little more about it later, but you remember the story of David in 2 Samuel chapter 11, when David was supposed to step up to what kings do in the spring when you know, they're supposed to go out and fight, fight the things that are ravaging the nation, the Amalekites and so on. David was lounging at home, feeling successful as a king. And he, he has lost the bites and the passion to make things happen. And it's at that time that such people get into, uh, uh, you know, dangerous things. David saw Beersheba, the wife of Uriah, you know, uh, 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 you know just having a bath. And he cast, I mean, he, 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 he looked at her and then looked again until he got her in. And when kings were supposed to be in battle, David was busy in adultery. May God deliver you from adultery. If there's anyone, any adulterous affair, whether, you know, anything that looks like a misplacement of destiny this season, I decree in the name of Jesus that my God is bringing a mighty deliverance into your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody said, believe in amen to that. So I need us to understand that God wants us to come up and be the one who will be able to speak into the lives of people like this in these different categories and bring them out of what they're going through right now. I'm going to come back to that story of David in a moment, but I just want us to, to understand something, that uh, you, you, uh, you, you, you are called to bring people out of those different places. And the truth is that you need to be able to speak the language of your generation, the language of your peers. The big question today is that are you really connected to your peers? Do you speak the language of your generation? Do you speak the language of your generation? God wants to send you to your peers to prepare you for greater responsibilities. That's where we start from. There are greater responsibilities ahead of us. When you do the right thing, 
within the class of 2020, within your peers, then the whole world opens up to you. There are many people shouting today and praying, Lord, use me. Use me around the world. Use me in my industry. Use me to do great things. But God says, start with your peers. Start with the plight of your peers. Let it touch you. Let it engender something in your heart. God wants to send you to your peers to prepare you for greater responsibilities. And we see that in the Bible. Like I said, I'm going to come back to the story of David as I, uh, when I start to round up. But when, when we look through the Bible, we see that God has a way of just starting people out, you know, in a seemingly small way. Especially when they are open to doing something in the different areas that I mentioned. In Acts chapter 6, we'll read a story of the seven deacons that were, uh, uh, you know, chosen. And the, the, the story was very simple. Acts chapter 6, when, you, when, you, when we read from verse, verse 1, the early church was going through a phase. The church, the church was growing rapidly, and they needed to take care of some complaints. So the Bible says, now in those days, when the number of disciples was multiplying, uh, the number of disciples was, was multiplying, there arose complaints against the Hebrews by the Hellenists uh, because they are widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Look at verse 2. Uh, verse 2, he said, Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should have, uh, we should leave the word of God uh, and serve tables. We, we want to do something more strategic, more significant. Let's, let's, are there people that we can start out with something, just trying to contribute and do, do a little to contribute to the work of God? So they said, then, brethren, seek from among you uh, seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we can appoint, you know, on, 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 uh, over this business. And then the Bible says they appointed uh, some, of, some of these guys. Uh, but they said, but we will pay attention uh, to prayer and the ministry of the word. And then there was a list of people that were appointed, uh, Philip. Procorus, Nicanor, Tim, Tim, Timon, uh, Parmenas, Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, you know, and they put all those people on, on this business. But this is where I'm going. The moment that happened like this, something broke out. Something broke out. It happens when you appropriately steward your influence with your peers, you qualify for transgenerational influence. Uh, Stephen, Philip, there were two uh, of, of the disciples that were chosen later. They were not part of the 12. But what happened? The moment they stepped out, they didn't say, this is too small. They didn't say, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't want to start with mundane things that some people would think today. God used me in big ways. What is God using you to do within your family? What have you said yes to within your family? Within the class of 2020 that you belong to? In whatever frame or fashion you want to shape it? Whether within the community, whether, uh, uh, you know, within your, your, your career class, what are you doing there? Are you isolated? Are you thinking only of yourself this season? Are you thinking about what God wants to do in the life of that person that is not saved, that person that is immature as a believer, that person that's living purposelessly, living anyhow this season, that person that is talk? With this feeling of, you know, of, of success that is not moving into our life anywhere. And God is expecting you to be the one to speak to that person. When these seven people step in into just serving table, from there God just started to use them. You know, in usual dimension. Just agreeing to serve table. It was okay for them to just, they just agreed to serve table. 
From there, Stephen took the whole, the, the, you know, the, the, the whole city by storm. Pretty powerful message. It pricked their hearts so much, they took stones. And then he understood. This is the time to lay down his life for Christ, for the purpose of Christ. And he laid down his life. The Bible says when, when he looked up, he saw, he, saw, he saw the Son of Man. He saw, he saw Jesus on the throne. And then instead of sorrow, joy was all over him. He said, God, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Just like Jesus himself said, don't hold this against them. And they stoned him. He, he just said, you know, unto your hand I commit my, my spirit. That's a man that was fully... Somebody may be afraid right now saying, Pastor, are you saying that I should surrender my life for them to stone me? And that's how I will know that I've been sent to my peers. <laughs> that's not exactly what I'm saying. Not everyone will be a martyr, but some will be, will be martyrs, even in this current age. But not everyone. Every day they're killing people. In northern Nigeria, here where I live, in this, in this nation, killing people for the cause of Christ. And some of us are in the metropolis, in the big cities, and we are completely untouched or moved by the plight of people. Who, do you know how many people Boko Haram has killed in my country in the last many years? Do you know about the, the, the Chibo girls? Uh, uh, Leah Sharibu is still there. We don't even know what's happening to all these people. When was the last time, even if it's just to lift your voice and say a prayer, or to lift your voice in advocacy as somebody that's still alive and well at this time, that's what, what I'm talking about. God is looking out for all of us. But before you go that far, what is happening within your peers? Because when you still want your influence well within your peers, God has a way of arranging you to be more useful at a, you know, on a bigger scale. Because that's what happened. Stephen, Philip, Philip experienced the move of the Holy Spirit in unusual dimensions. Time will not permit to get into it. Go and read in your Bibles, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 7, chapter 8. You read about the story of Stephen and Philip. Philip was the one that was instrumental into bringing the gospel into Africa. The Ethiopian Enoch came to visit. And then uh, the Holy Ghost told Philip. Philip, who was just supposed to be serving table in church, but he, because he had just released himself to be used of God, he could pick the, the mind of God. The Holy Ghost said, go, 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 go stay close to, to that man. And he stayed close to the chariot of the man, an influential man. And the man was reading from the book of Isaiah. And he was reading about Christ. And Philip asked the question by the prompting of the Holy Ghost. Do you know what you are reading? Do you understand what you are reading? The man said, how can I understand except somebody uh, uh, explains it to me? He said, okay, I can come and explain it to you. And then the man said, come and sit. And he sat, he explained to the man. The man gave his life to Christ, accepted Christ as the Messiah. And then he saw a pool of water. He said, the man said, is there any reason why I should not be baptized? He said, there's no reason. Then pack your chariot, told them to pack. The man came down, was baptized. And from there, the Holy Ghost took Philip away. But it started from just being able to say, here I am, send me. Let's, let's help here with these people here, with the complaints about the, the widows of the Hellenists and the, the Hebrews. Let's just do something. And from there, his life took a new turn. May your life take a new turn this season. As you listen to God, as you apply yourself to the plight of the class of 2020, whatever class of 2020 means to you, God wants to send you to your peers. He wants to send you to your peers. He wants to send you to your peers. And always remember that God will put your life to its best use. Its best use. When a life that is released to God is a life that will be put to the best use. Just Stephen, Philip, and all, you know, uh, uh, all the other 
guys there just releasing themselves to be able to say, God, use us if that's what you want to do right now. From there, their life took a new turn, a new turn completely, a new turn completely. So as we pray uh, this season, prayers of radical availability uh, 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 were distinguishing uh, between our priority and God's priority. To be able to say, Lord, I may have a different priority. There may be something I want to do with my life. Just like these guys, they had plans before they said, just choose, choose from amongst you. You too, you may have plans, but God may just be touching your heart right now. I have other plans, and my plans should be treated as priority. Will the plan of God be priority to you, or will you stick to just your own plan? That's the big question for today. So distinguishing uh, between your priority and God's priority. What is God's priority? And what's God asking you to do this season? I can list a few, if you don't mind. I can list a few. Let's go through it very quickly. God's priority this season is share your faith with a co-worker. Yeah. Share your faith with a co-worker. Can I say it one more time? Share your faith with a co-worker. If your hands are not too busy, will you type in something as a commitment? Maybe in the chat room and say, I will share my faith with my co-worker. So that you know that this is God's priority this season. Just like I outlined earlier on in this message. Secondly, pray regularly for people who don't know Jesus. That's another priority of God. To be able to stand in intercession for people. You may even be saying, well, Pastor, even me, myself, I just, I just got saved. I don't know much about this. It's a simple prayer. Pray uh, for your siblings. Who, who, who may still be instruments in the hand of the devil, who only think about how to get wasted. This is the time uh, to, to pray for them, that God will rescue them from eternal damnation and from being wasted from weekend to weekend and from week in, I mean, week in, week out. Pray for that person who has given up on marriage and is just wasting uh, uh, their, their, their sense of intimacy and affection, pouring their affection on something that is destructive. Pray for that person who is hooked on drugs because God is the only one that can turn that life around. Pray for that child who has gone wayward. That's the priority of God for this season. Our word is, has not been silenced just for nothing. God wants to hear my voice and hear your voice. So in this season where things are calm, let our voices be heard as we raise the plight of people to God and the God who heard in Egypt the cry of his people. When they were under the bondage in Egypt, and in Exodus chapter 3, he said, I have heard the cry of the people when he was talking to, to, to Moses. And I'm sending you, sending you. That same God will hear your voice this season and send someone. He will hear somebody else's voice this season and send you. Are you still with me today? Volunteer at your church, whether physically or virtually. Yeah, that's another priority of God this season. Collaborate with a church small group you know, a social small group, a, a professional small group to do something that will create a solution. Create a solution. That's the priority of God this season. I was, my, I, you know, I was overjoyed when I got a, a, a text message from one of our church members a few days ago and then he sent me a link. I watched on Channels TV, a prominent TV station here in Nigeria where he, he, he granted an interview. This guy happens to be a farmer. In, in, in northern Nigeria. You know, he, he recently moved to northern Nigeria and had his farms there, but he's still in close contact with me. Uh, his family used to be here at the Elevation Church. The last how many years, six years or so, they've been here. 
And, he, you know, he created an app that he just wanted to use with the local farmers there to be able to monitor them and all that. And they put a, a button there, that they, a panic button that they can press whenever there's an attack. When he did uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the, what do you call it, when, when, when he came up with the back end of the app, now it's able to present that to the Nigerian military, to the Nigerian government, and he had a full interview on TV showing how this thing can help to, to curb you know, the, the, the insurgency and the banditry in northern Nigeria. That's what I'm talking about. And he sent me a message saying, Pastor, I watched your message last Sunday, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling the connection between what God is doing through me and through my business and how we're going to end insecurity and banditry in this country through technology. That's what I'm talking about. As you pray, as you open your heart this season, God will put ideas there. But something must touch your heart first. To collaborate with, with small groups, you know, simply put, reconnect and shine your light. Yeah, reconnect and shine your light. Uh, wherever your, your passion has been disconnected, wherever you've been burying your head in the sun, it's time to reconnect and start to shine your light. So the people around you, are the most likely to become convicted if you really shine your light. They are the first to be convicted. They are the first to see your light. So those closest to you will see the difference in you first before those who are far away from you. That's how it works, and we all agree to that. They will be the first to see your light. They will be the first to see the changes in your life. They will be the first to hear the things that you are saying. That's why I'm saying that God is sending you to your own class of 2020, your own class of 2020. As I wrap this all up, it's important to understand uh, that there are many things, issues, like I said before, bordering the class of 2020. A few of those issues around here where I live in, in Western Africa, Southwest Nigeria, rape, you know, uh, women and children abuse, I mean, the list is just, is just endless. Just a snapshot of a few, uh, uh, a few of 2020 issues that people are going through. In other parts of the world, you have widespread racism orchestrated by God through the death of Judge Floyd. And it's, all, it's still all going on. That the, the voice of people have to be heard about the fact that racism is not of God. All men are created equal. And they must be given a chance, equal chance, to perform without any systemic uh, 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 thing that will hinder any particular race in any part of the world. These are the things that God wants us to become open to, to lending our voice to, praying about, and doing something practical, using the wisdom of God that he has given us. Here in this part of the world, also, we have serious issues of corruption, corruption, around, you know, the broad spectrum of our society. I tweeted something recently that I said, corruption in my own nation, for instance, is like an operating system, like iOS or Android. We just kind of run on it. We must uninstall it. It has pervaded everywhere, from church to mosque, to your financial sector, to, to politics, to governance, to the health sector, to education. Corruption just everywhere. It looks like the entire country is running on this operating system. We must uninstall. We must do something about it. And this is the time. This is the time. This is the time. So, uh, you know, the plight of internally displaced people because of banditry and insurgency. 
More people losing the battle, you know, against addiction, depression, purposelessness, feeling of being useless, and sickness, and death, all kinds of things. The, 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 the list is practically endless. As a roundup today, I need you to understand something. That if none of these things break your heart, then there's something wrong with that heart. If the things that are wrong with our world today, wrong with the class of 2020, the things that break the heart of God, if those things don't break your heart, then something is wrong with your heart. David came to that place in Psalm, uh, 2 Samuel 11, when you read from verse 1 to 3, where I was talking about that his heart became so, it became so complacent, it became so disconnected from reality that it could not read the things that touched the heart of God again. God expected him to be on the battlefield Slugging it out with the Amalekite, but he was at home. Dealing with inordinate affection with Beersheba. To the point that he, 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 he killed the, the husband of the woman that he committed adultery with. I wanted to understand, but in Psalm 51, when David will write this into a psalm, he wrote the psalm himself, Psalm 51. Uh, when you read from, can you put up from verse 10 to me, Psalm, psalm 51 from verse 10, David started to talk about, you know, uh, 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 the, his, his own feeling. And that's where I wanted us to hand today. That if there's anyone uh, uh, watching or listening to this right now, uh, you need to be able to say, Lord, whatever breaks your heart, let those things break my heart. Let those things break my heart. Help me not to bury my head in the sand. Open my eyes to see the plight of the class of 2020. Send me to my peers. Send me to my peers. Let me be on my guard to be able to make something happen for you. Uh, David in Psalm 51, as he started to pray and write the psalm about uh, the place of his heart, after Nathan, the prophet, confronted him about his adultery, with, with, with Beersheba, about the fact that uh, what breaks God heart, God's heart should break his heart, about the fact that he should not be isolated from his own class of 2020 or whatever time you want to call his time. And David started to, uh, you know, to write this uh, from verse 1, but in verse 10 he said, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away uh, uh, from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Restore Unto me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with your generous spirit. And he went on to say, I'll teach transgressors your, transgressors your way, just like I was saying before. But there are people today who need you to, be, to teach them. And David said, God, as you do all this, I will teach transgressors your way. And sinners shall be converted to you. That's what I've been saying. David said, when you do this, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, uh, when I've recovered from where I've been, somebody may be listening to me right now. You, this is a time for you to fully recover from that addiction, fully recover from that yo-yo Christianity and stay stable. Let the Lord establish you so he can use you. And deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, verse 14. Oh God, God of my salvation, my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. Oh Lord, open my lips. And my mouth shall show forth your praise. This was David just talking from his heart when he was confronted. I believe somebody's been confronted today that it's time to be steered. As for you do not desire sacrifice or else I will, I will give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifice of God is what? A broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart. This, O oh Lord, you will not despise. That's what David said. A broken and a contract heart, this, O oh Lord, you will not despise. And I'm praying for somebody today that the things that break the heart of God will break your heart this season. 
that truly you will approach God with a broken heart. Saying, Lord, give me grace to pray more for the plight of people around me. Saying, Lord, help me to focus on the things that touch your heart and not over-focus on just what I need this season. Will you lift your two hands to Jesus today? Lift your two hands to Jesus today. This week, the dangerous prayer, the dangerous prayer of this week is, Lord, break my heart with what breaks your heart. Break my heart with what breaks your heart. I will not get used to seeing people who are not saved and walk past them. I will not get used to people who are, who are being wasted and walk past them. I will not get used to seeing purposeless people, people living uh, in depression, uh, people living in addiction and just walk past. At least I will say a prayer. At least I will share of the faithfulness of God. At least I will ask God to give me wisdom to touch their life one way or the other. Will you lift your voice to Jesus today uh, and just ask him, Lord, make me one of the saviors that shall come unto Mount Zion. Obadiah chapter 1 and 21, the Bible says, saviors shall come to Mount Zion to judge the mountains of Esau and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. I am a savior. I'm a deliverer. I'm the one that God is sending to rescue this generation. That should be your declaration today. Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus, lift your two hands with me wherever you may be right now and just ask him, Father, let the things that break your heart break my heart. Let the things that break your heart break my heart. Send me to my peers. Send me to the class of 2020. Uh, let my light shine like never before. Make that your prayer this morning. Make that your prayer today. Let grace come, come upon you for a new beginning, for, for an extreme makeover in the way that your life is focused right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, darkness shall cover the earth, gross darkness the people, but the Lord our God shall give us light. That's what Isaiah chapter 60 says. Uh, the Lord our God will give us light. The light of God is upon you and I want you to pray right now. Lord, help me to shine my light uh, to my peers. Use me within my community. Use me within my class. In the name of the Lord Jesus, will you receive grace with me today? Receive grace to be used of God. David served uh, uh, his generation, the scripture says. Serve the will of God in his generation. Lord, I want to serve your will in my generation. I don't want my life to be a wasted life. COVID-19 pandemic will not cause my life to be wasted. I'm waking up. I'm standing out. I'm stepping out of despondency and I'm moving into the fullness of God's will for my life. Lift your two hands to him and bless him. Bless him, bless him, bless him and appreciate, appreciate his grace over your life. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, everlasting Father. And as we, we, we say that prayer, I'd love to say this very important prayer to anyone today who may be saying, PG, I don't know Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. I want to submit my life to Jesus. I want to pray for you. That grace will come upon your life. That the hand of God will come upon your life afresh from this moment forward. Uh, there's, there's power in the name of Jesus and the power in the blood of Jesus to wash away sins. Uh, God is the one who forgives sins and he wants to forgive you your sins uh, as you open up your heart to him today. So if somebody is here saying, I don't know Jesus as, as my Lord and personal Savior, I want to submit my life to Jesus. Can I have the opportunity of praying with you and praying for you today uh, so that God will start something new in your life? If you don't mind, can you put your hand on your heart wherever you may be? If your hand is not busy, just put your hand in your heart as a sign of surrender to God uh, like a pledge this morning. Uh, and, and I want you to say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. I need a Savior. Jesus, Son of the living God, I open my heart to you today. I ask that you forgive me my sins and that you cleanse me from every unrighteousness. 
I receive you today as my Lord and my personal Savior. Start something new in my life. Fill my heart with your spirit and give me a new beginning. In Jesus' precious name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, uh, the hand of God has come upon your life. Your heart is now renewed and your spirit re-energized, reawakened. Uh, 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 the life of God is now in you. And all that you need to do is to join yourself uh, with a moving train that will move you in the direction of, 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 of maximizing your redemptive rights in Christ Jesus. So I want you to uh, uh, keep joining us online from time to time, uh, uh, wherever you may be, even if you're not in our city, you can keep joining us online as an online uh, member of the Elevation Church. And um, uh, if you don't mind, the moment this service is over, we have a Zoom call that I want to invite you to jump on. Uh, if you have the Zoom app, just join us on that Zoom call. Let's, 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 let's be able to engage with you and give you an opportunity uh, to embrace uh, the, 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 the things, the resources that God has given us that will help you grow. It's just like five, ten minutes of your time and will release you to go back into your day. So thank you very much for the decision you have made today. Uh, send us an email. Uh, if you're on any of our chat, uh, any of our social media platform, please go to the chat room and just say, I just gave my life to Christ. I just gave my life to Christ. That's all we need to know. I just gave my life to Christ. We'll send you a link with which you can connect with you. Uh, get some some more information about you and see how we can help you to be a stable Christian. And God will bless you as you do so in Jesus' name. If you're watching on TV, you see the numbers scrolling there, you can also help us to know the decision you have made through those numbers or email. Just send us a message saying that you just gave your life to Christ. Praise God. I said praise the Lord. All right. Uh, I would also love to specially appreciate and welcome everyone joining this service for the first time. If it's your first time joining us online at any events of the Elevation Church, I want to welcome you very specially. Uh, I believe that you have been blessed, you have been challenged uh, today, and you have been inspired to live a life of fulfillment, a life of significance. So I, I, I want to encourage you also to keep joining us online. And if you don't mind, also, we'd love for you to join us uh, on, on that Zoom call as well just for us to be able to welcome you. We have some special gifts that we want to give you uh, to celebrate you uh, and uh, to be a blessing to you. So if you don't mind, join us uh, uh, on the Zoom call the moment this is over and you, you can be a part of that brief chat just for about five minutes uh, before uh, uh, we, we uh, allow you uh, to, to get back into your day. Like I said, we have a very special gift that we want to give to you and it will be good if you can join us on that Zoom call after now. So thank you everyone joining us for the first time. Please don't forget to join us on that Zoom call and uh, we would love to give you a special gift and also connect with you and God will bless you as we do so in Jesus name. Alright, it's time for us to pray over the communion element as we partake of the communion as, uh, 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 as, as a family. So I wanted to grab whatever element you have with you, uh, bread, biscuit, wafer, whatever it is, uh, wine, juice, uh, you know, soft drink, whatever you have with you there. I want you to put it together right now. I'm going to say a prayer uh, uh, and then we're going to partake of the communion together as a church family. Uh, let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for the opportunity to partake of the communion as a church family today. Lord, we do this according to your word in remembrance of your finished work on the cross of Calvary. So we declare that just like you said on that night where you pulled your disciples together, he said, this is my body that was broken for you and my blood that was shed for you. He said, you said, we should do this in remembrance of you. We do this today and we'll remember 
the work of redemption, of salvation, of sanctification, and of election. We ask everlasting Father for everyone who is partaking of the communion with us today. Let the heavens open afresh. Let the blood of Jesus minister life, minister vitality to us, spirit, soul, and body. We break the hold of sickness and disease. And we decree that the life of God overshadow everyone's body. Every organ in your body comes alive in the name of Jesus. We decree today that the power of redemption come upon your, comes upon your mind to revitalize your mind. The hold of depression is broken. That pain in the back is removed. Uh, that, that cancer is healed in the name of Jesus. And we decree right now uh, for everyone trusting God for any kind of healing, the hand of God comes upon you and you are healed in the name of Jesus Christ. We speak peace into every home. Uh, 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 as we partake of this communion, we decree that the covenant of peace that we have with Jehovah is, is reenacted today and we decree uh, for every storm that is rising against anyone this season. We decree peace be still in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Please go ahead and partake of, of, of the communion. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, as we partake of the communion, I want you to just go ahead and give God thanks and bless him. Thank him for all the good things that he's doing in your life. And as you do that, also it's time to give to God. So whatever device you use to give to God, I think it's time to grab them. The details of how we give is now being displayed on the screen. Uh, if you're giving right from here in the nation of Nigeria, you can use uh, the short code and the, the wire transfer details from any of the three banks. If you're, if you're abroad, you can use uh, the webpay platform on our website. It's a secured platform, elevationng.org forward slash giving. You can use any of those international cards showed there on that uh, platform. And you can also do the wire transfer option with the GT Bank details that are that have been displayed on your screen right now. Let's pray oh, over all of our uh, seeds of worship, tithes, offerings, whatever we're giving to God today. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give to you today. We appreciate you in the life of every, every giver. You are the one who gives us the art of faithfulness. And uh, we celebrate the grace that you have given us to give cheerfully. Lord, as a church, we thank you for the covering that you have given us this season. And we thank you for providing for all of us uh, the need of every individual family. We thank you for all that you've done in the last months. And we thank you for what you will do in this month of August. We appreciate you, our Father. We ask that you receive our offerings, our tithes, our seeds, our sacrifices coming from our heart. Giving of our own volition, not under duress. Because we love you and we appreciate your grace over our lives. Receive our worship today, our Father, and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. Father, we thank you. Thank you for every giver, and may God continue to bless you and uh, uh, open the windows of heaven over your life continually in the name of Jesus. One, one or two announcements I will bring the service uh, to a close. Uh, firstly, I, I want to announce that uh, if you live in the city of Lagos and you want to be a part of our physical gathering, uh, that we, as you know, we did not start service today like uh, the government of Lagos State has announced that we can now start uh, in-person gatherings. We want to ease ourselves into in-person gathering gradually. Uh, a, a couple of our facilities are going through minor repairs. We also want to be able to install uh, the different things that we will need to keep the place clean 
and uh, uh, be able to, uh, you know, abide with all the COVID-19 uh, pandemic uh, uh, protocols from the uh, NCDC and uh, federal government directives. So we are delaying uh, the, the, the starting of in-person gatherings to uh, Sunday, the 6th of September. That's when we'll be starting uh, our general open uh, in-person gatherings. However, we will uh, send some more information to all of our volunteers and leaders. We will have uh, some gatherings, some trainings, and some uh, 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 events this season that will prepare us towards the full starting of church. Uh, we also wanted to understand that our, uh, we're, we're putting you know, our best hands into uh, how we reach out to you online. The, our online church will continue. Our small groups will continue. And um, uh, Switch will be powerful uh, at, I mean, every time online since we can't even meet on Wednesdays yet like uh, the government has specified. Uh, we, we're also awaiting more information from the government uh, as to the other um, uh, instructions that will be needful to be able uh, to decide on how to progress from there into uh, children's services and every other service that we, uh, we, we, we render. Praise God. Uh, I also wanted to remember uh, to be a part of the Send Me campaign, the hashtag Send Me campaign, uh, which is simply uh, do a good work, share your salvation story on social media, just go out there and pray to someone. And once you do that, whether it's uh, sharing your salvation experience or just being nice to someone, please share uh, the, the, the story with us and uh, share your experience with us, uh, tagging us on social media at Elevation NG, and we would love to celebrate with you. Lastly, uh, uh, the Navigate uh, Teens uh, training and conference started last Saturday, uh, uh, just yesterday. Uh, we, we, we have four more days to go, as in more Saturdays to go. It will end on Sunday, the 30th of, of, of August. Uh, so we have enough time to still join. So if you are yet to register your teenagers, I want you to go ahead. Registration is completely free. Go ahead and register them and make sure they join next Saturday. And even if you register today, they can join the vocational trainings of their choice in the course of the week because in the course of the week, all the vocational trainings will be holding. And on Saturdays, 4 p.m. West African time, they will have plenary sessions where we'll teach on leadership, on time management, on different things, on how they can stand out and be a blessing to their generation. I will also be a part of that. And um, I'm looking forward to a serious engagement with the teenagers on these virtual platforms. So please register them for free and make sure that they, they get to enjoy the blessing of this season. We'll take some more announcements uh, and we'll bring the service to a close. I look forward to seeing you uh, online again on Wednesday and on next Sunday. God bless you. Have a fantastic uh, rest of the day. We trust you had a wonderful time in God's presence today. Our next event, Switch, which is our midweek service, will hold on Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. West African time. It will stream live on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Mixlr. Ensure you follow us or subscribe to our social media channels at Elevation NG so you can get a service alert when we start. Please join us for our morning prayers, Mondays to Saturdays, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. West African time on Zoom and Mixlr. The links are now displayed and will be shared 
on our various social media platforms. If you live outside of Lagos, we encourage you to sign up to be part of our online community where you can engage with people online for counsel, prayer, or even friendship. Simply visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org to join in. And you can also join your own very small group by sending an email to smallgroups at elevationng.org. We love to hear from you. If you have a testimony, please share it by sending an email to testimonies at elevationng.org. If you want to reach us at any time during this week, we are just an email or a call away. Simply mail us via info at elevationng.org or call us on 0700-ELEVATE. That is 0700-353-8283. Don't forget to speak to someone about Jesus this week. God bless you. Have a fantastic week. Did you know that we also broadcast our services on TV? That's right. You can save some precious data and watch us on the following channels. First time? Then join us for a five-minute guest chat right after this service live on Zoom. We would love to connect with you and pray for you. All you have to do is simply follow this link. You can always have a beyond the ordinary experience if you place your faith in the supernatural. I'm very glad you have decided to embark on this study we're called Pleasing God. Uh, sometimes we forget that our relationship with God is symbiotic. We can be so laser focused on getting from God that we forget that we were created for His good pleasure. So, just as we would love to be pleased by Him, by God, He also wants to be pleased by us. Uh, and as, as we go on together in this study, we will learn how to please God.
bottles available to be used by God this month, we will run a what we've called the Send Me campaign. So here's what we want you to do. One, pick a person or a group of people you would like to show God's love to through donations, good works, random acts of kindness, or whatever good deed comes to your mind. Or two, if you don't want to do this alone, you can form a group of friends to do the same good cause with you on a larger scale. When you have done your good deeds, whether as an individual or as a group, ensure that you share the gospel with them, as this is the ultimate reason for this campaign. Additionally, we encourage you to share the tracks that will be made available online and urge you to also share your salvation story. The whole aim of all of this is for you to speak to at least one person every week in this month about Jesus. When you have done all this, Kindly share and tag us on social media at Elevation NG. God bless you.